this time on Holy Ghost Notes. Happy New Year. Could have died that night. There's always next year. <laughs> well, I'm glad to still be doing the podcast with you, Tim. Ready to, to throw down. Carried away in dance. What's going on? My name is Mac Ryder. You are listening to the Holy Ghost Notes podcast. What's up? I'm with my co-host, Tim Anderson. Tim, how are you? Dude, I'm, I am fantastic. I'm doing Happy great. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How are you? I, I'm doing good. I, uh, at this point, this podcast is <laughs> my one chance to talk to you and yeah, catch up. Right. And I guess we've learned over the past four years, um, geez, five years. Yeah, it's 2024. Almost that, there. Yeah. Um, we have a lot to talk about, and it's good to save it for the podcast episode. That's right. Because the catch-up portion of this podcast is really fun. So long as we haven't already discussed it in the pre-roll <laughs> or on the phone <laughs> earlier that day. So, right. Yep. Um, I'm wearing my Eagles jacket. It's cold in my studio right now because I'm burning my wood stove uh, in the, ma- the main part of the house. It's very warm man. there. Respect. Very cold here. But not so much. I should have some duct tape and just cover <laughs> this Fly Eagles Fly logo up because, my gosh. <laughs> you still made the playoffs, man. You still made the playoffs. There's still a chance. It was, it's not over. It was like it was like 21 to 0. You guys, what? You Going got into the half? Was it? It was bad. I didn't realize you guys. It was were like, in the, it was so bad. Jeez. It was so bad. I just stopped watching the game and I just started laughing in the kitchen. Like I just started <laughs> snacking, and and I didn't even have a mental what breakdown. And my wife was like, "Oh my gosh, you got to come in here and see this play." And I'm like, "I don't, I don't think I want to. <laughs> like, there's just no way we could dig ourselves out of this." And then the next day. You know, of course, we lost, and um, I guess I guess there was some sort of comeback. But I heard during the game that Mariota was in, and I'm like, well, yeah, because there's no way we can come back. Um, but then I found out the next day that Jalen actually got hurt. Yeah, I heard that. That's uh, so. Yeah, hopefully, is okay. I'm wearing my Eagles jacket because it's cold, not because. i'm especially proud dude did i ever tell you about the time we were playing in um minnesota and the eagles had just played the vikings no there just so happened to be a sports bar or it was like kind of a dive bar next door to the venue we watched the entire game we won and instead of warming up, we watched the entire game. Then we walked over, <laughs> played the show. Yeah. And it was on that tour that I had a drum solo where I would come out to, I forget what I came out to, but it was some sort of sample. And um, JB and I were like, dude, tonight we're coming out to the Eagles fight song. <laughs> oh, jeez. In Minnesota. Yikes. Skull. Oof. So I did, and I got booed, and that video lives on YouTube. And uh, sometimes, every now and then, I'll go back and I'll watch it. I'm up there with my in-ears in, and I can't hear anything beyond what I need to hear, which is by clicking my solo, you know, my drums. Right. As you know now, this is 
not even an Ultimate Ears plug. It's just a story. But Ultimate <laughs> Ears <laughs> has sent you a pair of in ears. <laughs> yes. And um, we 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 will plug pretty, them in a minute. <laughs> they are they are pretty good at isolating. Yes, they are. I couldn't hear the booing. That's funny. I finished the solo, and Jake came on stage, and at, at some point, someone's like, dude, you got booed during your solo. And I legitimately thought it was because I played a bad solo <laughs> until I realized that it was just like we we played the Eagles fight song mm-hmm. after we beat the Vikings in, in Minnesota. Minnesota. <laughs> that's, that's a brave, brave move there, man. Yikes. God forbid there were like some people there that weren't there to see you. <laughs> just like drinking at the bar just like ready ready to to throw down <laughs> you know? yeah could have yeah. could have died that night <laughs> people take people go take their the, sports seriously man go go search for that i'm sure <laughs> well i'm sure you can you could find it and that's a great story yeah it's just kind of wild man the wild. eagles um are the worst team the worst best worst team to get into the playoffs it's like i'm not really sure what to expect well the record is better than 50 percent of the other teams who somehow made it to the playoffs <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's wild man it's it's about when you get hot right mm-hmm. so we were really good in the beginning of the season and what we were like we were like 10 and 1 yep and now we're 11 and 6 right <laughs> Yep. So hopefully yeah. it's just like a V, and we're at the bottom of that V. We're just going to start climbing out of it. Yeah. But you're a Cowboys fan, so. <laughs> I, I was very Yikes. happy, personally. This is why we don't talk about the NFL. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or religion. Yes. Do we talk about religion on here? We yeah, talk we do, about religion. Okay. We don't talk about politics. Politics. That's <laughs> yeah, where we that's don't That's the go. one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Vivek Ramaswamy. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> yeah, so before we move on, I do want to spend a second just thanking Ultimate Ears because they did send me uh, a pair of these uh, this, these in ears and they are incredible, man. Um, I was telling you a little bit in pre roll or was it before we started recording? I don't remember, but um, incredible. I have never ever experienced isolation like this. Like mm-hmm. I put them in and I I was like it was actually. I wouldn't say uncomfortable because they felt very comfortable, but it was just weird being so, like, all of my thoughts were to Solitary myself. There was no other sound. There was no other sound. <laughs> and uh, it was it was weird. Um, I've gotten used to it since. Um, I mm-hmm. haven't utilized them as much as I would have liked by now, but um, but these are great. Have you played drums with them? I have. In your ears? I have. And see, this and is the thing. Like? Um, so... I was so used to uh, using in-ear monitors that were not custom molded, um, specifically uh-huh. the the Shure 425s, I believe. And they're great. You know, they cut a lot right. of sound out, but um, normally I wouldn't have anything else, any any of the mix in my ears. Like I could just put them in, put a song on, or put the click on and play drums, and there'd be enough bleed where I'd feel pretty comfortable. With these in, mm-hmm. I need drums in my ears because <laughs> I, <laughs> I can feel the drums. I can see the drums. Yep. I cannot hear the drums. So They are not universal in-ears, it that is, is for sure. Yeah, it is pretty wild. So um, mm-hmm. so these are great. Thank you guys uh, at 
at Universal. Um, Universal. Universal. Gosh, ultimate ears. What did I? <laughs> it's been a long, it's been a long year so far. <laughs> These eight days. No, you should have just gone with it. You should have been like Universal Studios. Disney, thank you. And also ultimate ears. Yeah. Uh, Jeanette specifically uh, is amazing. Very communicative and helpful, and and. Yeah. Uh, they really hooked me up, so thank you guys. Yeah, it's a good company. I signed highly recommend. I signed with them like 15 years ago, but i i bought I bought a pair of veneers from them before we had any sort of endorsement. I bought the UE sevens, mm. and I remember having the same experience you're having, where it was like, okay, what are the things you have to have to play drums, Tim? Kick, sticks, snare, hat, <laughs> sticks, yeah, throne, some yep. sort of some sort of throne, seat, bench, whatever. Mm-hmm. And it got to the point where it was like, I actually can't do this unless I have my in ears. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's such an important part of my my show at this point. Mm-hmm. And um, they're a great company. If you're looking for in ears, check them out. Mm. We don't do endorsements on this show. We don't do we don't. endorsements. Don't. No one wants to endorse us, which is fine. And I'm actually happy about it. Yeah. Um, people actually do want to endorse us. We say no every time. <laughs> That's right. And we have been asked, but we don't do there's ads. There's one company that we don't endorse. We just mm, we like we, we like, like a them lot. a lot. Yeah, and uh, we think you will too. <laughs> so <laughs> go check them out if you're a drummer, a musician. They're awesome. Yeah. Um, moving on past that, <laughs> I, dude. When's the last time you played drums? Uh, I haven't played this year yet. <laughs> That's, right. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Ten days. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. I was hoping to play more over break, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, I, I found myself spending more time with with family, which is arguably more important. Uh, so definitely more important. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually happy to hear that. That's awesome. Um, I so I was thinking about this the other day and I was watching a video from Donald Miller who wrote Blue Like Jazz and he was talking about how it's good to have goals but it's more important to have routine. Mm-hmm. It's good to have goals but it's way more important to have routine. So I became a dad uh, almost four months ago and it is so fun being a dad yeah to the extent where i just want to sit with my little girl and um not do a whole lot yeah and so what i found is my routine is flipped inside out upside down and so as nice as it is to say man i have a goal of playing drums uh okay so here's my goal so i want to play double bass specifically double bass for seven hours a week for the year, one hour a day, or seven hours a week. So if I miss, so if I miss a day, it's two hours the next day. Jeez, yeah. And um, I mean that's that's not it's not all that unbelievable or crazy hard to achieve, but it takes routine. And mm-hmm. so the more involved you are with um, other things in your life, the more priority you have family and work and everything else becomes harder and harder to do that yeah and what i've been realizing is routine is what trumps 
goals. Routine actually helps you achieve your goals. Your goals are good to have, but if you can wake up at 6 and go to the gym and get back by 7.30 and um, get your priorities in line and eventually get to the kit, you, you kind of stop thinking about your goals as goals and it just becomes a part of your day. Yeah. Right? So um, I was reading a newsletter from a nonprofit I support called Men of Iron which is the mentorship that I'm currently in. Mm-hmm. And Men of Iron sends out a weekly newsletter every Monday morning. So I usually I usually really like what they have to say. It's it's always interesting to me. It's, it's short and sweet. It's, it's a little bit like a devotional, but um, m- catered more to... Um, well, I'll just tell you the story. So I read the newsletter, and the newsletter says, it talks about goals. Mm-hmm. And it said something like 54% of people will say, I'm going to the gym this year, right? Yeah. I want to go to the gym. I want to get in shape. I'm going to work out. And 1% will make it through December. 1%. Mm. So it's talking about, man, the success rate is very low yeah <laughs> on this one goal fitness it's good for gyms in january february march and then it really trails off yeah and so i started thinking about this with drumming um and man it is so awesome that all these years later i still get to play and i know the reason is because i have a job that requires me to practice and to play at a high level um but it's it's the fact that i i still enjoy it and i still set goals for myself yeah. Yep. That that really makes me happy about it because otherwise it'd just be work. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. It would just be like, oh, I got to go on tour. I got to go record this album. But it's like, no, I actually think about this. Like, I, I want to do more with this instrument. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're listening to this and you're in this, uh, within the sound of my voice and you're thinking to yourself, man, I want to push myself this year, think about the routine you have in a day. And start with that versus starting with the goal aspect. Mm-hmm. So, Tim, for you, it might be like, all right, I want to play drums five hours a week. Just I just want to sit down and play at yeah. some point. Yeah. Well, your routine is going to have to cater to you getting in that room, picking up sticks, and playing. But that that's tricky, man, because you have you have two kids, you know, you have a family to support, you have a full time job, and so eventually it might be a a conversation you have to have with your wife um and you you might have to shift some things around to be able to achieve that yeah so yeah. just some food for thought just you know what i've been thinking about recently with drumming it's great and the new year and goals um routine is what helps you achieve your goals yeah um it doesn't really work the other way around that's right that's i 100 percent firmly believe everything you just said. And you just managed to somehow segue into both of our topics. <laughs> we could we could go into either one right now very smoothly. So well done. <laughs> Let's do it. So um but I, yeah. but first. Okay. But first. Starting to sound like an infomercial How there. How was <laughs> but first. your new years? My new years was really chill actually. Was it? 
Okay, um, that's so what I would have guessed. As I'm sure you'll find soon enough, uh, once you have kids, New Year's is interesting because uh, kids have a bedtime, and their bedtime doesn't often match up with your New Year's Eve plans um, because mm-hmm. <laughs> New Year's Eve parties go until midnight, and you usually have to be home and putting the kids to bed. So the last bunch of mm-hmm. years we've had friends over um, who don't have kids and can stay until midnight and, you know, kind of ring in the new year with us and we just put the bed the kids to bed at some point before then. Um, so this year we didn't have any plans um, with anybody, but uh, we ended up going to my in-law's and just staying the night there. So that was nice. That's they cool. threw a little party. That is nice. Um, so they had some people there, um, and we got to, you know, hang out and have some food and some drinks. And and then, uh, yeah, the kids went to bed, and we woke up the next morning at my in-law's house. So that was – it was nice. It was, it was mm-hmm. uh, laid back, and we weren't hosting anybody, so it was, like, kind of zero pressure. And, yeah, it was mm-hmm. a fun time. How, how about yours? That's cool. That was good. It was fun. We were on the dance floor at uh, Buddy's house. He nice. probably had 50 people over. Okay. By the time it was midnight, there were probably 10 of us. <laughs> <laughs> and nice. we were on the dance floor dancing. I am not a dancer, but um, I always have fun at that party. He, he's a great host. Um, and it's just so funny, man. We were dancing, <laughs> and he said something like, it's going to be like two minutes, two minutes to go, guys. And all of a sudden, I hear something on the other side of the room. Like, my first thought was, like, somebody somebody just proposed because there was all this cheering. Mm-hmm. I was like, hmm, what's going on over there? <laughs> and then my Apple Watch started buzzing. <laughs> and I looked down, and there's fireworks. Ah, uh, yes. I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> I think we missed it. <laughs> so I'm like, Annie! <laughs> That's funny. Hey, what a Get better way to here. ring in the new year, though. Carried away in dance, of all things. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Carried away in dance. <laughs> the new album by Tim Anderson. That's a great album title. <laughs> True to form with see what it probably would sound like, which is very emo. <laughs> I was going to say, Reliant K, dude, by the way, I meant to text you the other day. So a friend of mine who I don't get to see very often, came over, him and his wife. Um, they just had a little boy right before we did, actually. Okay. So, like, five-month-old. And him and I him and I have talked music a little bit, but we, we, we sat down and talked for a while about Reliant K. Really? Yeah. That's He loves Reliant K, maybe more than you. And it made me wow. think of you. <laughs> we got we got so into the weeds about Reliant K. I didn't ever talk to you about it, but he, I didn't realize Reliant K has done so much since, um, well, five score, two laughs don't make a right, but oh. three do. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, they have a ton of stuff out there. Yeah, yeah, I've probably seen that band possibly more than anyone else, any other band, anyway. Man, what a band. Yeah. So, Tim, we were talking about how, was it Howard Benson? Yeah. Okay. You mean the producer? Yep. Mm-hmm. On which album? Um, Five Howard score. Benson. 
did he do five score? I guess. Yes, I think he did. Because that's the album I like and know the best. Okay. Um, whereas for you, it's mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I, I didn't, I kind of missed the boat on that one. So we were talking about five score, and my buddy was like, dude, I think they messed up in picking the, the lead off single. What was um must have done something um, right. Yes. Mm-hmm. Must have done something right. Which is not the single. Yeah. Like that, that, yeah. that is not there's that, like that devastation and reform. <laughs> I need you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I need you. Come Are right you out and say me? it. <laughs> Lots right of say great it. songs. I'm, you can literally say the name of the song and I can hear the chorus in my head. Yeah. And they're all massive. Yeah. I think the but other like, single was Forgiven too. Right? Like they didn't even make it to like, in my opinion, the best songs on the album. No. Absolutely not. Like that that album should have been FM ninety seven if you live in Lexer County. That's the big pop station. Mm-hmm. Should have been there. Yeah. And I compared it to Seosin's self titled. That's You're Not Alone. That's high praise. Which is like unbelievable. That song. whole album front to back is fantastic. That was another Howard Benson Gosh. album, believe it or not. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah, that um, guy. Okay. Fantastic. Hold on. Uh, play play one of those songs right now on this break. I'll be right back. <laughs> I think I would probably get uh, nailed with copyright infringement if I were to play more than 10 seconds of uh, <laughs> one of those songs. But with that said, um, I have been in talks with Matt Hoops from Reliant K about coming on the podcast, and that will happen at some point. Um, we just haven't been able to coordinate schedules, so... For those of you listening who are Reliant K fans, look forward to that. Matt Hoops is uh, their uh, lead guitarist and one of the origin- original members of the band. So that should be a fun conversation if and when it happens. <laughs> so I don't know where Matt ran off to, but um, I will go ahead and take this opportunity to tee up our topics for today. Um as I was the one who kind of came up with them. So for our drum topic, uh, well, actually, for those of you listening for the first time, um, Holy Ghost Notes is a podcast um, that started uh, almost five years ago now. Uh, Matt and I started talking about starting a podcast in January of 2019. Um, and we typically talk about drums, um, in the first half of the episode and then faith or life or God in the second half. And, um, and that's kind of how it goes. So I was, <laughs> I was just, uh, just given the lowdown on what Holy ghost notes is and, uh, and what we do here. Um, but oh, yeah. yeah. So to tee up our topics, um, our drum topic today, I figured because it's the first episode of the year, um, mm-hmm. we could talk about, um, or I guess approach a conversation that we might have with someone who is starting drums for the first time. Being that I'm sure there are people listening who may have made a New Year's resolution to start playing drums, or maybe they've played in the past and dropped it and they're beginners and they want to pick it up again. Mm -hmm. That's kind of the basis of that topic. And then our faith topic... Um, I will actually, uh, it's hard to explain it without giving away the premise of the conversation. So I'll probably just, uh, 
save it <laughs> for when we mm-hmm. get there. Um, so let's jump right into our drum topic for today. Let's do it. Um, so, like I said, um, you might be listening. Uh, you might be a first-time drummer. Um, you might be listening, and you might be might have played drums for twenty years. Who knows? Um, either way, I think. For me personally, it's fun to sometimes get back and think about the fundamentals of drumming. Um, And I don't mean like rudiments and things like that, but just like what got you started and what kept you Mm -hmm. you going. Um, Mm -hmm. And I might actually undermine some of the things that I've said in previous episodes because I think the strategy or the mindset that is required for a brand new drummer, someone first starting drums, is very different than the strategy or mindset for a drummer who has been playing for a long time. Uh huh. But with that okay. said, I also don't think it hurts no. to have this strategy or mindset, even if you are an experienced drummer who plays often or is very good at drums. Mm-hmm. So first things first, like Matt, yourself. Feel free. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Feel free to disagree with me on this, but I think. If you're starting Mm -hmm. drums for the first time, don't think about anything, anything else except for enjoying yourself, just Mm -hmm. having a good time on the kit. That is the only thing that you need to focus on when you start playing. Don't get discouraged because you can't play this song that you really like. Mm -hmm. Don't Mm -hmm. get discouraged because you don't know how to play this fill. Don't get discouraged because you, you haven't quite figured out how to be comfortable on the kit. That's not what it's about. Just have fun. Mm -hmm. All I can say about like when I started playing drums, I just wanted to play. I wanted to play at church. Any, any opportunity that the church drummer allowed me to be on the kit after the service for a few minutes, just to get, you know, get on there and jam out for a little bit. Like I was in love with those moments, Mm -hmm. especially like when I got my own kit, finally, uh, which was when I was 12, I just loved playing so much. I wasn't an amazing drummer. Um, I have tons of pro- <laughs> give tons of props to my parents for enduring the sounds. Do you have any videos sounds. of yourself playing <laughs> at that I age? I probably do. Oh, we need to dig that up. Um, yeah, I would really have to search for it, but I'm sure there's something. Um I remember Camp like quarter. within the first year um, of getting my kit, my first kit, I played um, a talent show, actually. Started <laughs> a band, played a talent show. <laughs> did you win? Did you guys win? It wasn't like a competition. It was just like everyone got an opportunity to, you know, uh, do their thing. Uh-huh. Uh, we played Wipeout. That's um, cool. And a few other. We played a song that we thought we wrote, but it actually ended up being Marilyn Manson's Sweet dreams. <laughs> we thought it was really cool, and it's it wasn't ours. Uh, but yeah, it was <laughs> fun times. Um, but the the thing that that allowed me to stick with drumming, I mean, there were instances where I would figure out how to play something, and I'd get really excited. But mm-hmm. the excitement wasn't necessarily because I was progressing. It wasn't about progress for me. It wasn't about it, there were there were no goals set early on. It was literally just right. the time I had on the kit was right. time that I enjoyed. I really genuinely enjoyed playing the drums. Right. And so if you're a new drummer, if you're starting out this year, if your New Year's resolution is to learn how to play drums, start there. 
don't don't try to learn. Although I don't, um, I wouldn't dissuade you from mm-hmm. taking lessons or something like that. But make sure that the time that you have on the kit is fun. That you really just enjoy yourself, however that may look. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will leave that <laughs> open now for you to. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of thoughts yeah. on this. So I agree completely. I agree completely. And I agree. You Maybe the only thing I disagree on is that it's not exclusive to beginners. That's true. To prioritize having fun. Yeah. Um, the metaphor I would use is if I sit here and say, Tim, here's how you fly a plane. You get in. Here's how you start it up. Here's how you take off. Here's how you fly. Here's how you land. Here's what happens. Uh, here's what you do if this happens. And I give you all this head knowledge. You can sit here and listen all you want. You can take notes. You can envision what it would be like. Mm-hmm. You can even pretend that you are flying a plane, sitting right there on your couch. But at that point, at this point, at any point in that conversation, <laughs> you haven't actually flown a plane. Yep. You've been given all the all the information you need, but you haven't actually done the thing. And technique, in my mind, is the explanation of how to do the thing. And it's important if you're playing drums, but it's completely irrelevant if you're just sitting here listening to someone mm-hmm. explain it. That's right. It's just in your head. There's there's not actually any drumming happening. Right. There, there's no music being created. So my metric for um, how how important is technique and when does it come in to play? It's a little bit like, do you know how there's certain people who just complain? Yeah. And whine and speak up and have an opinion about all these different things. You know, they used to really annoy me. And, and now, because of a friend of mine, I, it's actually my pastor, he says someone that has a complaint is actually vocalizing the fact that, that they have a solution or a better way of doing a thing. And what they should do is say, hey, I actually can, can help make this thing better. Because not everybody sees things the way that they do. They're, they're complaining about something that they are um, focused on, and, and not everybody is. And that's yeah. really important. So if mm. you're a drummer and you go to church and the drummer is not very good, you're focused on the drumming not being very good. But not everybody around you is thinking about that. For example, the other week, our worship team at our church didn't have a drummer. And my brother was saying, man, the worship just seemed off. And I said, well, it's because they didn't have a drummer. Like It was just a full <laughs> band without a drummer. He goes, yeah. wait, they didn't? Seriously? <laughs> he, he didn't, he didn't, he pick didn't it up. even yeah. know, didn't yeah. even recognize it. So... Just because you have a complaint doesn't mean that everybody else is do. You're right. So, um, if if you, man, it's it's so funny. Like, if if you if you're playing drums and your and your body starts screaming at you, hey, this this hurts, then you probably need to work on your technique. But don't prioritize the technique before the plane. Mm. You have to be playing drums 
to benefit from good technique. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so we get so much in our own head, and I'm really guilty of this too. Man, I do this all the time where I get really focused on something in my drumming, and it, it just robs you of the joy of playing. Yeah. So if you want to get really good at metal, sit down and play metal. Mm. Honestly. And and don't don't complain about what kind of gear you have or um, how your technique isn't that good or how you don't have the, the right band or... You don't have the right practice space. Like just, just sit down and sit down, figure it out, make it as as good as you can, and then and then start playing. Yeah, start doing the thing that you're complaining about. Um, a friend of mine, Adam Gray. Many of you know Adam Gray from Texas in July. He, I think, he would agree that he got good at playing drums, uh, metal drums in particular, because he learned Messengers front to back hmm. and just played it a lot. And then he moved on to Meshuga and. He just pushed himself by playing music that was challenging for him to play. Yeah. That's awesome. So why would you sit down and play drums if it wasn't fun? And uh, your point about, hey, man, just just sit down and play and have fun and do this thing is, is really important because it will create sustainability mm-hmm. in your practice time. Yeah. You'll actually continue to play because it's fun. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I think, you know, there's a lot of, you know, just like we've talked about in the past, there's a lot of personality in drumming. And I think you have to know your personality a little bit too when you're starting drums. Mm-hmm. Because if what makes it fun is is learning something, then by all means, like start by learning something, (laughs) you know, um, I know like, so I was thinking about this a lot because, um, my six-year-old has, I wouldn't say he's taken an interest to drums, but you know, they're sitting here, they're in the room right next to the main room that we hang out in. And so the kids at some point make their way in and they just like to, you know, hit things, but, um, (laughs) he has so much fun just playing whatever. And so I took the opportunity of course, to like teach him a groove and realized very quickly that he didn't have as much fun <laughs> playing drums <laughs> when I was telling him what to do and how to play. To he got do. excited. Yeah. He did get excited when he got it. You know, once it sounded like what I was telling him to do, he got excited. Um, but that wasn't necessarily fun for him. So mm-hmm. I realized very quickly in order for him to fall in love with drums, if that's what we want to happen or if that's what he wants to happen. He needs to just have fun for a while. He needs to really mm-hmm. fall in love with just being there, playing whatever. And then yep. when he starts to be interested in learning, then that's what's going to keep him going. So for me, learning and challenging myself and playing to the music that I loved was what made it fun for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the my point is just find out you know, what do you have fun doing on the kit? Focus on that first. Mm-hmm. That's it. And yep. and uh, don't be worried about the, you know, like Matt said, like the, like, don't be worried about developing bad technique because you can relearn these things. Um, mm-hmm. What you can't do is if you get discouraged and drumming isn't fun for you, then you're going to stop. So yep. if this is your resolution to learn drums, start by f- finding out you know, what is fun for you on the kit. Yeah, and man, you know the amazing thing 
that I don't think we give enough credit or credence to is when you start walking, bow-legged or not, um, my my legs are I, – I, I have my dad's legs. I, I am so bow-legged. I didn't have to think about how to walk with bow-legged legs. I just started walking. Hmm. And however it, it panned out, worked. Like my my body – knew how to acclimate to what whatever the situation might be. And a way to, to autocorrect was, hey, this hurts. Oh, okay, we probably shouldn't do that again. Mm. That's what technique is. Yeah. Technique says, hey, um, there's there's a better way to do this thing that hurts you so that it doesn't hurt next time. Right. So that you can continue doing this thing. Mm-hmm. Our bodies, our brains, the way God designed us is amazing. When you sit down to play, what you've been given in your DNA, in your human nature, is the most important factor. It's not like you start off with nothing, and you sit down, and you have to learn every single thing about how to how to play this instrument. Right. Like You sit down, you bring something to the table. Don't forget that. And that's, I think, the most important point here that I could make is you can play a really terrible drum set, make it sound awesome. That's right. And if if this instrument's not for you, you can play a really amazing, expensive instrument, and it doesn't sound so good. Yeah. And that's the proof of what, what you bring to the table, technique-wise and talent-wise and intuition-wise. Technique is just something to... It's like the uh, it's like when you're bowling and you're bumper bowling. It just keeps you in your lane, mm. but the ball's still rolling down. That That's lane. a great analogy, man. It's, <laughs> it's going to really hit good. some pins, yeah. you know. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> all you got to do is throw the ball, man. Yeah. It's It's okay. It's going to make it there. Now, if you're going off the rails, all right. Technique says, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. We're just going to keep this in the in, inside the parameters. It's like having good form when you're working out. Yeah, it's, it's like just, having good form. You know. You're gonna hurt a little bit less after you're done. <laughs> exactly. You're still gonna <laughs> or hurt. Or during. <laughs> You'll still be sore. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe not as sore. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And and the more we talk about this, the more I realize I'm a thinker. Like I get really I don't know what you wanna label me as. I'm fine with you wanna throw something at me, I'll take it. It's <laughs> I'm thirty eight years old. It's okay. I really don't yeah. care. Um I I get really focused on the details. And so when someone says to do something or I get or I have something in my mind that I want to accomplish or achieve or figure out or master, I I am in it. Maybe it's a guy thing. Like I'm just really focused on it and not a whole lot can distract me from it. Hmm. Like, hey, we got to record a podcast tonight. I'm not thinking about anything else right now but this podcast. Right. This is the only thing on my mind. <laughs> and it's it's where my mind is. Like I'm I'm not I'm not thinking ahead or anything. So with drumming, that's the way it is. I get really zoned in, zoomed yeah. in to what I'm doing. And sometimes it's important to just get out of that and say, dude, you're just hitting stuff. I know that sounds so primitive and cheap, but it's but it's true. And actually it's pretty helpful too, because that's really what you're doing. You're just you're just making music by hitting different instruments at different yep. velocities at different tempos. And that's that's very freeing, really. I mean honestly, it's very freeing because yeah. it really doesn't matter on one hand and on the other hand, it's so cool. Yeah. that you can do what you do on a kit. 
Like right. that you can get so good at something that you make it sound like that mm. by just hitting stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. That's true. But the the humility side of, of it is is the like the story that you were telling of your brother. I had the same experience with my wife when she had no idea she couldn't pick out the drums in a song. Yeah. She's like, I don't yeah. know what part <laughs> what's what part's uh-uh. the guitar. I she knew what the singing was, and that was about it. Um, you yeah. know. And now now she she can, you know, cuz she's yeah. spent enough time with me. But <laughs> Yeah. God <laughs> you know, bless her. Yeah, seriously. God bless. God bless her. But, oh man. Um, but yeah, I mean, have fun with it. And uh, you know, if you're if you're first if you're just starting out um you know, there are more resources out there for a new drummer. Um, almost to an overwhelming oh, point. Man. Um, but uh, you, you guys just starting out are so like so well equipped, I would say, to learn. Um, and I think it really just comes down to uh, knowing enough about yourself to be able to, you know, s- search something on YouTube and and determine do I like how this guy's teaching me or not? (laughs) (laughs) Because there's lots of other people to find, you know, it's just like, find out what, you know, what makes it exciting for you? Who, who uh, brings life to the drums? Who is, who is uh, teaching lessons that really get you excited, that help you understand, that make it fun? You know, that's like, don't stop until you find that because there's so much out there, so many things. And it could be as simple as just knowing what band you like playing messengers mm-hmm. front to back no matter how bad it sounds until you start mm-hmm. to get it a little bit you know mm-hmm. um yeah that's that's it man i just i played to good like stuff. creed and good P.O.D. Topic. when i was really oh, getting into yeah. it i was i just played those albums front to back and then reliant k for a while you know? yeah of course check out uh mikeslessons.com yes mm-hmm. he's one of the best educators out there he's a great dude orlando drummer is another one that i really like it's um, got a lot of really too. good, like uh, rudimentary lessons that'll help mm-hmm. you. So yeah, so if you are just starting out, best of luck to you. Um, I hope that you have fun and really enjoy doing it and have a really life changing year this year with mm-hmm. drums. My goal this year on the kit is uh, double bass seven hours a week. Go from one. 70 or 180 BPM to 200. Nice. Smart goal. Specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, time sensitive. Love Seven it. hours a week. The entire year. That's awesome. 200 BPM. That's my goal. Tim, what's yours? My goal is to get on the kit once a week. <laughs> <laughs> I would really like that. I've got... So there's, there's a lot of... Um, I have a lot of music goals this year, I would say, that don't necessarily um, they don't necessarily apply to like weekly go- goals per se, but I you know, there's been a lot of collaborations that I've been pushing off and mm-hmm. um, lots of just fun, creative content creation type ideas um, that I've, had (laughs) for a while that I'd like to just actually do it. So, Mm -hmm. um, so that's, those are my goals, you know, just, uh, it's going to be tough because I've got another baby on the way. Um, but, uh, Mm -hmm. but yeah, I just want to have fun with it, man. That's what it's all about. 
That's what keeps me coming back. So it's good. Good topic, Tim. Yeah. Thank you. All right. uh, Faith topic. Yeah. So uh, what do we have today? So our faith topic um, Mm -hmm. is, and I don't have a name for it yet. I guess we'll see what comes out of the conversation, but um, I was tempted to to record a video the other uh, the other day and post it up on the Holy Ghost Notes social media because um, it's just something that I've been thinking about for weeks now. You know, when you get to like mid December, everyone starts talking about New Year's resolutions, um, and I have the same general thought every year, and it's probably due to just conversations that I've had with some good friends about. New Year's and kind of the ridiculousness of it all. (laughs) But I was just thinking about how, Mm -hmm. um, like, I started putting together, as I always do, what my quote-unquote New Year's resolution is. And I started thinking to myself, why do I have to wait two weeks to do this, to enact this resolution? And my resolution Mm -hmm. is, so this year... I'll say my resolution is to be better, whatever that looks like, be better. That is an achievable goal for me. I can be better. Um, Mm -hmm. So far it started off as I want to be a better dad, be more patient, be more present. And, and so, so my resolution this year is just to be better. It could be being better at drums. It could be better at work. Just be better. Just try to be better. Mm -hmm. And that's something I know I can do. Um, but then I was like thinking to myself, yeah, why, why do I have to wait two weeks <laughs> to start being a better version of Tim Anderson? Right. And that got me thinking like every single day, every day, there is 365 days until this day next year. Mm-hmm. So you can really, if, if you're calculating your resolution by a year's time, you can make a new resolution every day just because mm. January 1st. I mean, if it helps, sure, January 1st to January 1st, do it. Yeah. If it helps That's to have thing, a month's man. resolution, like for the next human, month, human first to do that. Yeah. It, it is weird, though, because there is really nothing special. There's nothing different between December 31st, 2023 to January 1st, 2024. There's nothing, Dude, nothing different. But- but there is, but there is. I would love to see the amount of breakups and mm. engagements that happen between December 15th and January 5th. Mm. And here's what I mean. I mean, besides bringing examples into this, I think people are thinking about what everybody else is doing. Yeah. And they're like, oh, man, my life's not that good. There's all this anticipation about the hmm. holidays, about the start of a new year, and they're like, wow, oh, my gosh, what am I doing? Or who am I with? Or how happy am I? Or yeah. how miserable am I? <laughs> or what do I want? Or where am I at? And there's there's this reset, this recalibration that happens. It's, it's, it's nuts because it's just, it's just a human um, calculation. I mean, it's it's... It's just a it's just a day. Yeah, it's just right. another day. But it is a big deal in our brains. And because of that, universally it's a big deal. Because yeah. of that, we all get on the same on the same wavelength and um 
you know, gyms get real busy and then uh, summer, fall, winter. Okay, now let's restart the cycle. And you do that 80 times and then you're dead. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. But when you think about it, when you really break it down, it's all just, it's just a mental thing. Like it's. No, I know it you is. Know, so. But, but it's, but it's a, but it's a. It's just a mental thing, but it actually affects people's lives. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. I agree with you 100% on that. It's, but, but why can't we shift our mindset a little bit? Like, because, like you said, 1% of those people make it to the end of the year. They set a re- right. resolution, 1%. I'm going to work out. But yep. the, the, the way that you combat that is then when you screw up, and you inevitably will, when you miss a day, <laughs> You know, you you because everyone does. Ninety nine percent don't succeed in that goal. Yeah. Why can't yeah. you just say, well, he, t- tomorrow starts a new day. Tomorrow starts a new year. I'm starting over. This yep. is my new resolution. I mean, if I were, if I could approach it that way, I feel like I actually would stick with a lot of these things because so okay, all of a sudden so I'm not focusing you. on the failure. I'm focusing on the potential of a brand yeah. new year starting tomorrow. So let me ask you. So, what's the last time? Uh, what's the last thing that you, the last habit you broke or habit, bad habit you broke, good habit you formed, and do you remember the date? And I'll um, go first. What do you think? I don't remember. So either. I, <laughs> I, um, I did, uh, skull dip to you know dipping tobacco mm-hmm. for like ten years, and, you know. I wanted to quit. So, oh my gosh, so many times, I throw it away in the trash, flush it down the toilet, throw it out the window, um, and you hear the funny stories like, "Oh, I'd go back and pick it up on the way home." <laughs> 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 I mean, it's so ridiculous. Nicotine is um, a really addictive, terrible drug. Yeah. But um, I got to the point where I'm like, I'm I'm done with this. This has a hold on my life, and I don't like that I wake up thinking about it, and I'm done with it. I'm just, I'm done with it. And so on October 17th of 2022, I quit, and I will never forget that day because it's the last time I did it. And the reason I quit was because I wanted to quit. I wanted to be free of all addictions like it's it's the one thing that i just couldn't get out from under and man if you're listening to this and there's one takeaway for for you um and and you just can't can't get out of it get the book by alan carr easy way to stop smoking Hmm. i've i've never been a smoker i've never actually smoked an entire cigarette like I, i can't inhale I remember Adam Gray at a bar in Ephrata tried to teach me how, and I just I, I can't do it. So it's it's never been a thing for me. But yeah. growing up on a farm and then driving the van, van and trailer, long night drives, um, Skull was just it was great for me. I just I liked it a lot. And then I saw American Sniper and Chris Kyle dipped Copenhagen, and it was like, oh, that guy's my hero, and he did it, so it's okay. And it just just gets a hold on you. Yeah. If you're listening to this and you're hooked, um, get that book, and just know that there's only three days of physical withdrawal. Hmm. Three days. The rest is mental. 
Alan Carr, easy way to stop smoking. It's great. But I remember the day. And it it might as well be a New Year's resolution. It might as well be the day the year restarts, to your point. Might as well be that. But you actually, but but you have to do it, and and that's the like the point I hear you making is, if you're gonna do something, you have to want to do it. Yeah. The day isn't going to make that decision for you. The the year isn't going to make that decision for you. Mm-hmm. It might for a day, a week, a month, a couple months. Yeah. But man, if you really want to stick with it, you have to have self control. You have to have. Um, dedication. You have to have commitment, and you have to prioritize things that are more important than that thing. Yeah, in your life. Yeah. So maybe it's porn, maybe it's um, alcohol. Yeah. Maybe it's nicotine. Maybe it's gambling. Maybe it's actually something. This could be more destructive, but something that's a good thing. Right. That is out of whack in your life. Maybe yeah. you're obsessed with church and the culture, <laughs> church culture, CCM yeah. and uh, pastors. Anything and could be an just... idol. That's what absolutely what you're getting at here. Yeah, it's yes. idolatry is is a is a thing, and it's yeah. whatever you're holding too much importance on. Could be a good thing. Yeah. Like to your point, it's it could be. Yeah, don't don't wait for the date. To make a change. Mm-hmm. Summed up, that's what I'll say. Don't wait for the day to make a change. And that's exactly what I wanted to get at. Is like I was just thinking you could have like you could have a really good goal, really good resolution. And maybe you'll make it halfway through the year. And mm-hmm. then you you miss a day or you or you fail in some way. But yeah. don't And you will, let, like you yeah, said. You will. Don't let yourself think that you have to wait six months before you start again yeah <laughs> like <laughs> when you put funny. it that way it's so ridiculous like if if it my is. goal is to be a better dad i've already failed a few times at that yeah. in the last in the last eight d's i've failed right. a few times <laughs> i'm not gonna wait until january 1st <laughs> next right, year to try to be better like yeah. that's ridiculous and i and i know like it's slightly different than you know being on a workout plan or whatever you know i started i honestly january 1st i started a bible plan with my church to read the whole bible this year i am like 4 days behind right now <laughs> like, like guys come on like i have messed up so many times and if i were just to fold and say well there's always next year <laughs> it's like yeah, you're 50% it's like days come in. on guys like <laughs> it just seems so ridiculous to to put so much stock on a date january yeah. 1st like i get why i totally understand why um and you you know kind of come in alignment with a bunch of other people who all have like-minded goals or different goals but either way you're all you know, pushing for something. You're all trying trying to do something new. But, like, there are 365 days between tomorrow and tomorrow the following year. So what's stopping you? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, so find that thing point. and hold on to it. Yeah, it's a great point. So, okay, let's, let's bring this home. Um, what is it for you? What is my habit that I broke or 
what is uh, what or is my habit you'd like to form or habit I'd like to form yeah. resolution however you want to you know however you want yeah put it. yeah so I guess I because have, here's the thing Tim in that yeah. newsletter I was telling you about it said I forget what the percentage is but it's extremely high um if you want to change something or achieve something in your life telling someone else will increase yeah. the odds significantly accountability is a huge factor man yes. and i found that for myself already i've told a few individuals about my new year's resolution which hasn't fully developed in my mind because it's really just a general thing to be better but um as i've started to define certain areas of being better um I've, I actually was just talking to someone um, shortly before this podcast who I really look up to, and he was just telling me, that's a great resolution, and don't let the world define what being better means for you. Don't mm -hmm. let anyone else define it. Let your spirit, let your heart define what you need to do to be better. And mm -hmm. that for me was like, okay, well, now I have even more clarity <laughs> about this because yeah. – I know what I need to do to be better. It's yeah. It's be a better dad. It's be a better husband. It's yeah. uh, it's be a better musician. It's uh, be uh, better with my time. Be it's a better like, podcaster. Be a better podcaster. <laughs> you heard it first here, folks. <laughs> Hold him accountable. It's. <laughs> I've got, yeah, if I mess up today, I promise you, <laughs> January first next year. <laughs> Next year's podcasts will be better. <laughs> no, it's I. You know, that's that's what I want to do. I, I mean, I do also have this this Bible plan that I'd really like to stick with. Um, it's really yeah. hard to read the whole Bible in a year, and yeah. my original just plan was just to do the New Testament exactly. Just do the New Testament. Um, that's what I'm doing. But the the great thing about this, um, and I think really where we're bringing it home is accountability here because. Yeah, tell someone yeah. what your resolution is. You know, make it serious. Write it down. Tell people. Um, find someone who can hold you accountable. But, like, we're doing um, this Bible program. There's, at this point, 15 people. Uh, wow. And probably more that are going to be joining because we just cool. kind of announced it on Sunday at church and gave people the ability to join. Um, but it's been cool because, you know, we're all reading together. At the end of every reading, you can leave comments and notes and talk about, you know, what was uh, made alive for you when you were reading yeah. it that day. And um, it's been really cool to, to participate in that. And so there's all mm -hmm. these other people that are, in a way, holding me accountable. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm, I'm already behind. <laughs> but, yeah. but it's like – but I have a reason <laughs> to catch up, you know? and. Yeah. And and I have been reading it, and it has been coming alive. I've been seeing things yeah. differently and learning things, mm -hmm. even like in regards to this topic specifically, just the way that our calendar is structured is mm -hmm. a biblical concept. Like it's the way that it was designed. It wasn't mm -hmm. just some rando person deciding this right. is how it's going to be, this is how time works. It's like, no, this was – there was a design to this. And that's made clear in Genesis, you know. So I've been learning a lot um, about myself, about uh, about people, about God, and um, so I, I would encourage you to do 
a Bible plan. I wouldn't necessarily <laughs> encourage a, uh, you know, whole Bible in one year plan. Yeah. <laughs> it's tough. No, There's a I'm lot doing, there. I'm doing New Testament. New Testament's great. And, That's and exactly you, what I would if, say to do. Yeah. If you're married, um, I recommend talking to your spouse and saying, hey, would you be interested in this? Um, there's there are plans on the Bible app mm-hmm. where um, you can actually start a plan and invite somebody, and so you do the intro, um, you do the actual Bible reading, and then you do um, make a note, mm-hmm. share a note, talk about it, and in that section you can type, you know, hey, this made me think about you. Um, you're really good at this. And clearly it's something that's outlined in the Bible and I want to get better at it. And I, I, it made me think of you when I read this, right? If you say that to your spouse or your, um, or a friend of yours, right? Someone that you're doing life with, um, it's going to mean a lot to them. And, and you can, you can keep each other accountable knowing that, Hey, that person hasn't left a note in like six days. You can text them. Hey, what's going on? You keeping up? Let's, let's try to catch up here. Yep. That's what I've been doing since I started Man of Iron um, nine months ago. Mm. And my wife and I talked the other day, and she's like, man, it's so awesome that you're doing Man of Iron because I, I had a hard time staying committed to Bible reading plans, and I'm actually doing it because you're reading and keeping us in check, and, and it's motivating me to keep reading yeah. and, and, and stay on top of it. Now, yep. funny thing is, as you're talking, I'm like, crap, I think I'm like four days behind right now. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I've I've caught up from like ten days behind. Yeah. So it's it's possible. Yeah. You just can't get you can't get more than like a week or you're in trouble. Yeah. It, it gets too daunting. Yeah. It's it is it is tough. Um I I think I've found what actually helps me, and this might not be the best recommendation, but what helps me is that if I'm really enjoying what I'm reading, like if if I want to read ahead, I just do it. Yeah. And sometimes that helps me because then I'll just continue yeah. to read it. You know, I'll keep reading ahead or like if I miss That's a day, a it's like, idea. well, it's not, not so bad. Because what yeah. I found, at least with Genesis, is there's some natural um, – like story, like there's an end to the story. And so it's almost weird sometimes the way it's broken up. And it's like, I kind of want to finish the rest of this story, you know? (laughs) And so, so I found myself doing that and, you know, I'm behind right now. So it hasn't helped a whole lot. (laughs) Must be a boring part of Genesis. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hey, it's it's lots of ages and lots of names and Lots oh, of kids, man. but uh, <laughs> yeah. it is ah, fun though. It's it, it's it's fun, and it's it's it's. I like analyzing it. My wife is a she's an English teacher, um, but mm. more importantly, she's an, she was an English major. She has her master's in English. Um, she is all about analyzing text. So doing this Bible program with my wife and a number of other people from my church, uh, a few of them Bible scholars, a few of them very, very far from Bible scholars, <laughs> just seeing the perspectives, um, yeah. uh, you know, in particular from my wife who is analyzing not just what is said, but how it's said, why it's said, yeah. you know, she's picking apart reasoning for why it's said this way. Um, yeah. even just like yesterday, I forget what verse it was, but I was reading and, uh, it was so redundant 
<laughs> like it was it was uh, about uh, about Noah and and um, God making the promise with the rainbow, and it was his covenant. And he doesn't forget his covenant. He made a covenant. It was the rainbow. Mm. He made the covenant. It was his promise. It was like so <laughs> redundant. And I was like, why? Yeah. <laughs> why? Like yeah. this whole chapter is just the same thing said in, you know, seven, uh-huh. ten different ways. Um, yeah. But there's there's a purpose for it, you know. And so there's right. it's it's cool reading it and not being bogged down by the fact that, man, this is like getting kind of boring. It's kind of getting redundant. Yeah. It's like, no. <laughs> why yeah there's a reason why you know mm-hmm. and and so it's just cool you know read with other people it's it's awesome yeah, yeah. get some accountability yeah. for your new year's resolution that's going to help you stick yeah. with it for sure yeah. find that workout buddy or that drumming buddy whatever yeah. yeah yeah that's good be better be better all right man well this has been great um 2024 it's wild. I messed up the first time I wrote 2024. I was writing Christmas letters to my siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wrote 2023. Had to get white out. And <laughs> it's just like, it's so predictable you're going to do that. But I did. 2022 was and, a pretty uh, forgiving number because you could kind of just loop that bottom to make it a yeah. three a little bit. But that's right. Mm-hmm. Not the case this year. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It's a clear mistake. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad to still be doing the podcast with you, Yeah, Tim. man. And I'm glad yeah. that uh, you all are still listening or have just started listening yep. to Holy Ghost Notes. If you'd like to support us, um, we do this because, well, I'll speak for myself. I do this because it's important to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a podcast that um you know not only do i enjoy doing it but i think because of my experiences in life i just feel like it's a way of giving back and helping other people um in the two areas that uh, i love the most drumming and my faith that's right if you'd like to support you can do so um patreon.com slash the holy ghost notes just holy ghost notes holy ghost notes yeah our social media is Instagram at Holy, Holy Ghost, Ghost Notes. <laughs> Our email address is <laughs> Matt the and Holy Tim. Ghost Notes. Matt and Tim at the Holy Ghost Notes. Yeah, it's a little confusing. I tried you to get, get that point. domain name, just just Holy Ghost Notes, but they were looking for astronomical amounts of money. It's a great name. Yeah, it probably so. would have been worth it just because that's the one thing that is the <laughs> Holy Ghost confusing. Notes. Gets <laughs> It really does. Everything else is Holy Ghost Notes. Yes. Thanks for your support. Yes. And thank you to the Inner Circle. Yes. Specifically for your support. You guys are fantastic. And hey, leave us a rating. Please. That'd be great. We'd be delighted. We would be delighted. Truly. Truly. As <laughs> at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> Happy New Year, Matt. Happy this New Year. And I see you're wearing the uh, the hoodie. Oh, yes. The most comfortable happy. hoodie in existence. It really is. It's, it's so uh, comfortable. It's the Holy Ghost. <laughs> <laughs> the <laughs> Holy Ghost Notes comfortable hoodie. <laughs> that actually makes sense. Add the it. Holy Ghost Notes hoodie. You yes. can't buy it anywhere. It's not, it's not, a, I'm not trying to pitch anything. It's just, there it is. There it is. It's comfy. It's warm. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So, happy new year everybody. 
Um, I hope this was inspiring, helpful, fun for all of you. And uh, we are looking forward to doing this once again in a couple weeks. That's right. Until then. Thanks, Tim. Thank you. Thank you all. Good night now. See you next time. Peace. Peace.